Hey everybody, welcome back to Christmas Lights Camera Action! I'm Ian and I'm a nice Jewish boy who typically hasn't watched Christmas movies and stuff. And I'm Felicia and I'm a nice non-Jewish girl. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how many of these things I had to say and so I don't know what I've said before. I should have wrote them down. This you definitely haven't said before. Awesome. Uh, that I like much to, I know. I like to switch it up. Yeah, yeah. It's late January and this <laughs> is... Uh, yeah. We've, we've watched movies, ladies and gentlemen, out there in the podcast world. We've watched some holiday movies, but we haven't recorded holiday movies. Yeah. We watched the, some of the holiday movies now and, of course had the holidays, spent Christmas with the goys, as it were, uh, and now we're kind of recapturing all of that magic, that That's experience. Right. Yeah, this should be called the Recapturing the Holiday Magic episode. The Recapturing the Holiday Magic episode. Aww. This is, yeah, episode nine, end of season one, or... Oh my goodness, I'm so excited you want to continue. I, well... Here's the th here's here's the thing. I think our next season two will be us playing Dungeons and Dragons, but it's gonna be the same name. So we'll be like, <laughs> here's an actual play D and D podcast called Christmas Lights Camera Action. Like no one will be happy with this. I am looking forward we'll, to we'll not play. changing the name. I guess we'll, I don't know. We'll play it by ear. We yeah. planned this horribly. We really did, don't know how podcasting works. <laughs> but yeah, we. This was your first holiday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was it was ten days, the week of Christmas, plus some car troubles up in sunny, wintry Great Falls, Virginia. It was. It, it was nice. It was the first time I saw snow in like six years since I was in Portland, Oregon, and it was over Christmas. So it was like very quintessential. Oh, that's so great. My mom would be so excited to hear that. She would be like crying if she knew how podcasts work. Yeah, well, <laughs> honestly, I'd be crying tears of joy if your mom knew how podcasts work. So it's fair. <laughs> yeah, so we... um. We did, I want to say, over your wonderful holiday break time during yep. the Christmas season, I try to check off as many quintessential holiday movie activities as it, possible. It felt like... That we can do yeah, quarantine. We were playing Christmas bingo with some social isolation and quarantining yeah. and distancing and yeah. COVID testing and all of that. So we played it safe and no one got sick. Yeah. Which is great. We're um, all winners. All winners. So, when It's a Wonderful Life came on. Yes, which is a staple in my house. Yeah, we were just chatting with your mom, and she literally was like, stop the conversation, go downstairs, and watch this movie because <laughs> you haven't seen it yet, and we can pick up whatever we were talking about later, which I'm not sure we did. We were wrapping gifts. Oh, yeah, that was it. She's like, oh, gifts can wait. Yeah. Because <laughs> the movie is on. <laughs> 
And I don't, maybe we should just lay out all of the movies we're going to cover, hopefully, in not too much time this last episode. Because there was that one. There was... Jingle Jangle on yeah, Netflix. Right. Which one was Jingle Jangle? Jingle Jangle is John Legend's uh, Christmas movie on Netflix about the little girl and the toy with Keenan Michael. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's... Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. yeah, man, that show played it fast and loose with the ethics of creating life <laughs> movie not show movie yeah no i loved that one ethics aside that was actually really cool and then well i guess shortly before we left we also watched love actually no we watched love actually on new year's eve oh wow okay my timeline is all donked up yeah uh, i can't remember what i did three weeks ago it turns out no that's fine so yeah, so we watched uh, and Trading Places. If you want to include that, I sometimes include that in my holiday viewing as well. I, I I mean, it doesn't it doesn't fall into the rules of what a holiday movie is, but but Wall Street bets on Reddit is all about that. No, I mean that's yeah, that's a holiday movie like Die Hard is a holiday movie. Yes, yes, it is. It's, Thank you. Exactly. It's 80s comedy stock market die hard is yes. what it is. Yes. Oh Thank boy. You. So where do we start? Um, let's see. Da 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 da. Make sure to edit this out. Yeah, let's start with Jingle Jangle since you loved it so much, apparently, oh. even though you don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Jingle Jangle was a live action with some CG magical like fantasy reality toy story <laughs> right toy story, there yes. where there's uh, an imaginary world comes to life in a holiday tale of an eccentric toy maker his adventurous granddaughter and a magical invention that has the power to change their lives forever what was well there were a lot of cool things about this uh but the stylistically it was really pretty it was very kind of wonka-esque pseudo yeah. like almost steampunk very bright victorian yeah it was a musical but they didn't really slap you across the face with the songs which is our favorite kinds of musicals yeah, yeah. our movies with musical numbers mm -hmm. and they were they were good songs yeah they I were catchy and upbeat and Keegan Michael Key's a bad guy and he's ridiculous and wonderful. Can we talk about the beginning a little bit? Okay. This is really all I remember after a month. Yeah. Was the very beginning is um, the young Forrest Whitaker, Adronicus, is mm -hmm. setting up something and Keegan Michael Keyes, who is Gustafsson, um, I'm never going to say that again because I don't <laughs> think I can say it right. It's fair. So it opens up when the, with their younger selves. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what it was, but the young Keegan like wants to show yeah, he's, him his like toy or figure it out how it works. sort of the protege and he has this flying helicopter drone thing and it doesn't quite work and... Andronicus is like, oh, I'll talk about it later. I've got the greatest thing of all time. So he just sort of like shoves him away. It wasn't even like a shove. It's just like, I'm busy. I'll talk yeah. about it later. I'll yeah, talk about right, it later. Right. If, you know, it's when the Model T came out, it would be like if the internal <laughs> assembly line 
It's like, look, let me have one day in the spotlight for this life-changing technology. And so Geronicus, like, creates, like, a live living toy. Yeah. Which which, is a Don Juan Diego. Yeah. Which is voiced by Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. I I feel like if you're going to create life, you don't want to start with this extravagant, egocentric, grandiose. It does not seem like a good toy to Honestly, it doesn't. This guy would just give you sass (laughs) and talk about how much better he is than you. It was a horrible toy. Yeah. But he creates this live talking, like completely self-functioning own little toy. And Jeronicus is super excited. And he's like, oh, I'll be right back. Yeah. Like, and watch the toys or do something. So then this upset intern, basically, well, the toy, this the conniving toy, yeah. doll convinces him like, hey, let's go in business together. Take his journal of toys and inventions and skedaddle. And they do. And he does. It was very cool. <laughs> and then there's like a 20-year time jump. And the sad thing is the Geronicus comes back and he's like, we're so excited. We wouldn't celebrate this moment without yeah, you. Right. And then he realized he stole he's all gone. of this stuff. Oh, I leave you for five like minutes. minutes. <laughs> and you turncoat on me because of this stupid doll that I made with a terrible personality for some reason. But yeah, then it jumps forward into the future with Keegan-Michael Key and Forrest Whitaker, who his wife, we comes to find out, dies. He like sends his daughter away. Yeah. The daughter just never felt right. So she leaves mm-hmm. and then has her own daughter. Right. Who is that father ever mentioned at all? No. <laughs> no, of course not. No. Nope. They come in, she, she comes back from America or other continent yeah. or country, who knows, but... Someplace far, far away, and the granddaughter has never met her grandfather. Yeah. And then it was never really explained, like, why all of a sudden, because the mom makes it seems like... Just sort of like, go see your yeah. grandpa, right? I don't know, I don't remember what her character yeah. arc was, except that... She likes to play around with toys and this magic showing math in the air and lights kind of (laughs) prodigy technique, uh, which a lot of it did seem like they took real sort of differential equations and into rules and stuff and, you know, put in some funky symbols to represent wonder and joy and all sorts of unquantifiables. Oh, you're so good with math. I, I mean, I don't ask me to to take the derivative. Well, she said, "What the square root of impossible is her," Aww, which you remember that it was a whole song. It was hard to forget. <laughs> but if if impossible is like I, then it would just be negative impossible, which is her, I guess. That would anyway. That's that's <laughs> and, not how and math Ian, works. And Ian goes off in his yeah, and <laughs> his math world of how impossible I, it doesn't actually I, work in the mathematical was, equation. I mean, this was basically just a childlike, wondrous version of mad science without world domination, which is Ooh. actually what Keegan Michael Key is all about, right? Yeah. So 
his his character basically over the years they've just been ripping off Forrest Whitaker's inventions so he's now the greatest toy maker in the world and Whitaker just kind of tinkers and does repairs in his grumpy pants and Keegan has run out of of the book is empty so yeah. now he has to come up with his own ideas yeah and it turns out he can't of course not he's been stealing, stealing for but 20 years but you know what one of my favorite quotes of all time this is gonna be a reach it's the pirates of silicon valley mm-hmm. it's in it was a tv movie i think in tnt starring one of my favorite actors of all time noah wiley if you're listening why would he listen <laughs> um i love you and you're great he from er fame but it was about pirates of silicon valley is about uh the war between bill gates and steve jobs oh yeah yeah and so i i don't know my synopsis of their duel together was basically like Steve Jobs was better, but then Bill Gates got into something like more practical and then Steve Jobs or somebody stole it. But Steve Jobs says, and it's a famous quote everywhere, but good artists copy, great artists steal. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I thought about this. I was like, well, he did steal it and became super popular. Yeah, it's good marketing, I guess. <laughs> anyway, aside from a 20-year-old TV movie. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so, um, and then it turns out the little girl and this young apprentice who wants to be mm-hmm. um, Forrest Whitaker's apprentice, he's another little kid, they end up somehow creating a toy. They, yeah, they find his old robot that he's been working, that his wife worked oh, on with oh, him or something, oh, right? Oh, the, the daughter. Yeah. So her mother did. Yeah, that one. And they, they're like, oh, the missing thing is it needs belief to power it or something, which seems like of all the things to check when debugging magic toys i feel like belief is have you tried turning it off and on again it's like have you tried believing okay see it works uh but but yeah so they go on wacky hijinks sneaking into the factory and because keegan finds out oh that he created another great toy yeah so so keegan wants to go in and steal that and they want to go back and like prove he's a fraud and it's action which honestly kind of lost me a little bit yeah toward the end there is like the the set pieces and costume and and imagination was enough for me i it's not rare i say i want less action it was just kind of it seemed like weird shoehorned in action but i agree I mean, you brought up the point about like the costuming and the production design, and that was all great. I think this also opened with like a fantastical music number in yes. the beginning with all of them dancing. Yeah, yeah. We thought it would be Christmas on the yeah, square yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a little more uh, restrained in its musical numbers. Yeah, but it was great. And, you know, just being again as a black person and then seeing myself on screen and. Felicia Rashad is also in this, mm-hmm. and it was just beautiful. I think I, I, I don't remember if I cried right in the beginning because I was just so touched, but I definitely was crying in the end. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> that, having, having said that, we're all about spoiling the endings of movies here. And I was going to say one thing is one other fun character we should mention is uh, Forrest Whitaker, who's super grumpy. There's a male lady... Who oh, is yes. trying to get some Forrest uh, Whitaker action very, so badly. Very horny male lady. 
uh, who it's weird, but it's also great. Uh, and the, but then the ending was also kind of sort of like, why did you do this? This wasn't needed. Was this whole thing is sort of a a story a, a story that this lady's telling her two kids, and then at the end she's like. Boom, I'm the lady, I'm the daughter. Yeah. You're going to a magic Willy Wonka factory land now and they just sort of fly yeah. away. And, and, uh, yeah, that didn't really make sense. It was why the kids so weird. They're like, why? now look out your window. See, this magic land is real and you've inherited it yeah. for reasons. Yeah. Like the first part showing that it's real would have been enough. I, I like, I'm not invested in these kids at all. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, yeah, but other than that, the the shoehorn like story of a story didn't really work. But yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was definitely fun to watch <laughs> and, as a family. And then at the end, they're like, "This life form we created, he's kind of a jerk. Let's just turn him." <laughs> oh yeah, that's wow. Right. That's <laughs> just brush some first degree murder under the rug here. I mean, he deserved it, sure, but this was your own creation. Maybe take responsibility. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get into a religious parallelism here about because uh, <laughs> this is not what they were going for. They did not want the theme to be um, why would God create free will and then leave people? <laughs> so I, I'm not gonna shove that <laughs> that ethical debate in oh. here about a kids movie. But it, it was good. Great. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. I'm glad you liked it the most. I mean, it was, it was, look, It's a Wonderful Life was wonderful, but it certainly was dated. So. It was made in like 1946. I know. And it, honestly, a lot of what you hear about It's a Wonderful Life is kind of the ending and the wings and the guy going to kill himself. And it's like the first two thirds of the movie is actually like pretty funny and clever and like wacky hijinks and stuff. And, you know, so that was neat. Very strange, I don't know, plot arc structure. I was like, when's, when's the angel coming? What's everyone? Is, I, I always forget how like it's m most of the back life of setting up George it, Bailey's whole life. It actually is a wonderful life and he's you know, he f forgoes the riches and the fame to support the small town people with terrible financial decisions and like, oh, that's a good thing. And then the last like 20 minutes yeah, is, is wrapping everything is up really everything quickly. goes wrong. Uh, every time a bell rings, Angel gets his wings. This guy gets in fights, gets drunk, everything smashes his car and spends a surprising amount of time like not believing in the angel and then very quickly wraps it all up. Hey, this is great, I'm going to jail, but everyone is real. And me being alive makes other people's lives better even though I'm going to jail. Hey, I'm not going to jail, yay, everyone's but happy. But you don't think like if you didn't exist, how much your life, your single life affects yeah, other people. Right, yeah, that was the point. Now. Granted, I've never saved someone from drowning. Uh, you know, I I haven't kept anyone out of abusive relationships with turning into prostitutes or saved a building from demolition or whatever. So it it's one of those things where it's I mean it's it's a movie. So 
<laughs> it's like, is my life that wonderful? Like, I, don't make me question my own impact on the world. I might be disappointed. <laughs> so We need to change that then. I guess we, we do. A little like introspection of your life and what more can you be Maybe. doing to make an Ma- impact. Yeah, there you go. Maybe it's just my own anxiety and depression that's, <laughs> that's keeping me from chilling with old angels in rivers. But you make an impact on my oh, life. Okay, that... And who knows what other future lives because of our lives being together. Because of our podcast. Uh, because of our podcast. If, our, if Christmas Lights Camera Action has changed the course of your life story... Drop us an email at FeliciaIndianPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. And stay tuned for uh, Season 2 Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> Which will be great.